Greetings, friends. Today on Disney Conversations, we're going to bring you part two for Groundhog Day. I hope you enjoy the rest of our trip. We had a fabulous time, ate some more really good food, and I give you a few tips at the end of something you might want to consider if it works for you. This week on Disney Conversations, I'm your host, Magical Matthew. Welcome aboard. Disney Conversations podcast is sponsored by Magical Matthew Travel. Visit them at MagicalMatthewTravel.com. We went back to Epcot Center the next day for more fun. We primarily concentrated on World Showcase, with a visit to a few of the future world favorites before that opened. So we made use of the extra magic hours, and we took another ride on Test Track. And then we ate at Sunshine Seasons. And as I remember, it wasn't a huge hit for us. But it gave us the energy that we needed to get our day going. But we did get to do Nemo and Friends before we headed back to World Showcase. One of the cool things we did that trip was the passports that you can buy. And you take around to each of the countries and they get signed by somebody from those countries. And they usually write a little something special in them for each child. It's a very inexpensive, but also very educational souvenir that has meaning to my children even still today. And today's meal was special. We ate at Le Cellier in the Canadian Pavilion. And what stood out for me was the fact that one, the steak I had was fabulous. It was cooked the way I like it, had a nice flavor. I did not walk away disappointed. The big thing for me was my introduction to creme brulee. I had never had it before. This one had a very rich maple flavor. It's very smooth to eat. I can taste it just talking about it. It's time for me to go get another one. And I will be getting back to that again someday very soon. We did Grand Fiesta. We did Maelstrom. We got to see the Circle Vision 360 film in China and also Canada. We did the American Adventure, of course. We went to the France Pavilion. Uh, we enjoyed everything there was to do at World Showcase. And in France, they had a performer who pulled my son into his act. And my son can be kind of timid and shy, but he did it. And I think he ended up having a lot of fun. And then before leaving Epcot that day, I finally got to take a ride on Ellen's Energy Adventure. Can I be honest? That was not my favorite. But you also have to keep in mind that I was there for the original Universe of Energy, and I couldn't help but make a mental comparison. And then as a family, we took one last ride on Spaceship Earth. And with that, we had to bid farewell to Epcot Center for this trip. Our next morning, we started out in grand fashion. I should say, we started out in grand Floridian fashion as we had breakfast at 1900 Park Fair. We were there very early. We were one of the first ones in to be seated, and we were greeted at the door by none other than Mary Poppins herself. The decor of 1900 Park Fair is outstanding. This was a buffet meal, but it was not like your standard buffet meal. The food was very good. It was kept fresh. You could go back as often as you wanted. But as we sat at our table, we also had visitors come by. 
Alice in Wonderland and the Mad Hatter popped by for a moment, as did Pooh and Tigger. And we also had another visit from Mary Poppins as she came by our table as well. This is a really great place for families. And it made getting the Magic Kingdom for our favorites revisited day much easier. When we left 1900 Park Fair, of course, we went back to Magic Kingdom. We hit Pirates, on a Mansion, and of course, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Because as I said, I don't go to Magic Kingdom without doing that one. We had one surprise on that day, and that was at the Liberty Bell Riverboat, which had been closed for refurbishment and not slated to reopen until a few days after we were due to leave. It reopened, and we got to take a loop around Tom Sawyer's Island aboard the Liberty Bell. I enjoyed that very much. We spent much of this day using up our snack credits and riding rides. What a way to finish up a day at the park. But there was one more surprise back at our resort. We had to go back before nightfall because I had scheduled an evening carriage ride around the Port Orleans resorts. We got to see both Riverside and French Quarter. I was impressed with French Quarter very much. It is on my list of places to stay, hopefully sooner rather than later. Have you ever done one of those carriage rides? It's a really nice way to end your evening. And if you want to have a date with your loved one, I highly recommend this as an option. But wait, we're not quite done yet. You see, early in the week, my wife and I felt like we needed a little more time in one of the parks. We had seven days on our reservations, and we made the best of them for sure. But our flight home on the last day was later in the evening, so we felt like it was necessary to make another trip to Disney's Hollywood Studios. We really enjoyed our time there, and the attractions that we wanted to hit again were in that park. So midway through our visit, I stop at the concierge desk at Port Orleans Riverside and I added on another day to our ticket, which cost me, as I recall, just a little over $40 for five of us to add an extra day. It pays to have those multi-day tickets, folks. We made Disney's Hollywood Studios by rope drop that next day. We wanted to have a chance for one last ride at Toy Story. So we made the run for Fast Passes. But wouldn't you know it, after we got our fast passes, the wait time was marked at only 10 minutes. What do you do? You go in and ride it anyway. So we got two chances on that that day, and we had a blast. We also had the opportunity to see One Man's Dream. And if you have not seen this movie, it is well worth your time. And everything around it is really sweet, too. You get to see some of the equipment that Walt Disney helped create to make the movies that he made and make them so well. The movie chronicles the struggles and the triumphs that got us to where we are today with the Walt Disney Company. And as I said, it's well worth it. We fit in as many attractions as we could before we had to leave to go back to our resort. Before leaving, we had one last meal at the Riverside Mill Food Court. And may I say that this food court is very good. Under normal circumstances, there are a lot of choices many that fit your dietary needs. And with that, we bid Walt Disney World goodbye. But we would see it again real soon. 
Now, I know I mentioned a lot of restaurants along the way. And as I talked in a previous episode, I got in on a free dining plan promotion. I know the arguments for or against using the Disney dining plan. But since it was free, it wasn't going to cost me anything extra than what I was already spending. I saw no reason not to take it. We ate at a lot of places that we would likely not have eaten at had we had to pay out of pocket. It loosened up our ability to choose where we wanted to go, what experiences we wanted to have in our dining. We had the package that gave you one sit-down meal per day, one counter service meal per day, and one snack per day. It also gave you a refillable mug to use at your resort. We feel like we got our money's worth out of it. But there is one thing I will caution you about. The meal plan is charged as credits. It shows up on your receipts when you use them. Keep track of those credits. I have heard many people talk about getting to the end of their time and having a ton of credits to use. Pay attention to that very closely and make sure that you're getting everything out of your Disney dining plan that you're expecting. One thing to keep in mind, though, is that your gratuities are not included in a Disney dining plan. Those are out of your own pocket. We're getting ready to go home. Were we exhausted? You bet. If you're not tired from doing a Disney vacation, you probably didn't do it right. I was so tired, I fell asleep on the plane while waiting for takeoff and didn't wake up till we were at the gate at our home airport. Would I do it again? Absolutely. I've got lots of memories that no one can take away, and that's what it's all about. That's what means the most to me. And that brings us to the end of this trip and this episode of Disney Conversations. I would like to thank you for joining me. If you would like to tell your story of a special trip or any special meaning that you get out of any Disney experience whatsoever, I'd love for you to get in touch with me. You can contact me at Disney Conversations at Outlook.com. That's Disney Conversations, all one word, at Outlook.com. And let's start that conversation together. I want to thank you for listening. It's been my great pleasure to share this with you today. I'm Magical Matthew Wallace. Until next time, TTFN. The Disney Conversations Podcast is proudly sponsored by Magical Matthew Travel. Look them up today on Facebook at Magical underscore Matthew Travel, a proud affiliate of the Travel Quest Network.